Greetings. I welcome you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He promised never to leave us. We are so blessed that we are under the mighty wings of our Lord Jesus Christ. He promised to be with us until the very end of this world. I believe that the Lord loves us so much that He is holding our right hand and He that called us is faithful to lead us to the very end. We thank God for the opportunity to worship Him even though we are in different places. We thank God for the technology that is available to us to be able to do this. And we take time to appreciate our worship team, our media team, everybody that is working behind the scenes faithfully, week after week, with no complaints, with passion. We want to take time and make sure that they are appreciated. With all my heart, I want to say thank you, team. We would not be able to pull this off with this level of excellence without your hard work. So may my God honor you and bless you. I am sure that the church highly appreciates the team that is working hard behind the scenes. May the Lord bless you. I know that the pastors have been doing the transitions and taking the offerings. But today, I would like that opportunity to pray over your faithful tithes and offerings that you give unto the Lord. We appreciate your generosity. We appreciate your giving. That is what has allowed us to continue serving and spreading the gospel through all this medium. That means whatever this ministry is doing in the light of eternity, you have a part in it. So may the Lord bless you. And as you give your tithes as gratitude to the Lord, may the Lord protect your finances, even in ways that you do not understand. May the Lord's grace be upon your finances. And may the Lord give you ideas and strategies and cause your seed to be multiplied in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. So, by now you have the slides of where you can give. The information is available to you on the screen. And uh, go ahead and give to the Lord. The Bible says without pressure and cheerfully. And I believe that by that giving, there is a grace that the Lord will release and help you to enter into dimensions that you would have otherwise not have been able to by your own strength. Let grace be released on that 
in the name of Jesus. And thank you, precious worship team, for leading us again and again to the throne room of God. I enjoy worshiping with you. I enjoy your leading and the grace that God has released over our worship team. Uh, I hope you can see in the comments of how people enjoy worshiping the Lord um, under the grace that God has given you. So keep up the good work and uh, may the Lord take you to the next level, even in your worship leading. Yes, the churches are reopening. I believe it is the 22nd, but there has been very severe restrictions, like we are limited to 50 people that are allowed to gather, which are just our volunteers and our worship team alone will be uh, about that. They have particularly made it uh, difficult by asking the churches not to sing um, and such kind of restrictions are making it difficult for us to go back into our full capacity of worship. So this Wednesday, join us again and we will give you updates on how we are going to proceed and how we will um, open further. Maybe uh, we will continue this similar method so this way I can also um, address the extended bride, um, the churches around the world. And at the same time, the 50 people that uh, maybe we can even take um, on a basis of registration and then the week after another 50 can be allowed and so on, so on and so forth. So don't miss this Wednesday. I will give you complete details on how we will tackle this. Last Wednesday, I enjoyed our time together over two hours of studying the Word of God together with you. And um, as I promised, we will continue that topic this Wednesday. Yes, you will be surprised how much more information is in just that portion. And uh, I believe that it is it is going to empower you in, in layers and levels. I'm very excited about the opportunity to share that information with you. So prayerfully join us because what makes these services uh, an effective mission is that you join us with prayer and you join us with much hunger. And uh, if you haven't watched that already, you are able to watch that right now. It is available on this same channel. So I think if I'm not wrong, it's part seven of spiritual warfare. Look for it. Make sure that you don't miss any of this series. And uh, that way we are able to connect the dots and connect our understanding and go from glory to glory. This morning, we are going to continue on the topic 
that we have been dealing for a few weeks now. The Lord gave us the grace to touch on topics that are not usual. And I believe that specifically this week and the last week, the portion that we are touching about was the manifestation of God. I told you last week that it is not easy to handle that topic. And because it is such a vast topic and it has many angles to it, many factors to it, and it is not fair for me to rush through that topic. And I have to show diligence to make sure that that I try to touch different angles of that one line of the manifestation of Jesus. And no matter how much I share, it will not be enough. And I also know that this is not a topic for everybody. This may not even interest everybody. Yet, I believe that this is the desire of the Lord that some levels or portions of this information is out there for anybody that is hungry. That's something may not be a whole video, but a line will trigger in them a journey, a journey to a high mountain. I hope you are interested. <laughs> I hope you are one among those people. I hope you are among the three of the twelve. I hope you are prepared and you have settled down and you have found your Bible and your notepad and I want to continue again sharing about the manifestation of God the glory of God we are in a generation that Jesus prophesied about where the faith will grow cold. We are in that season of lawlessness that will multiply. We are in that season where many people will prefer the world. We are people of God in that season where it is the midnight hour. This is when the enemy will work the hardest to make the children of God lukewarm. So when I'm sharing this with you, please know that this is the heart of the Lord towards us. This is the desire of the Lord towards us. 
I'll share a little more. Wednesday, when we gather again, I'm going to try to tie in what I'm sharing this morning and the subject that we are dealing on Wednesdays. I'm going to tie them both together. So it's important for you to pay attention. In the midnight hour, the bride comes to a place where without a personal experience of who that bridegroom is, we are bound to be scattered. If our relationship with God is based on few intellectual texts or some verses that we have memorized, then we are bound to be distraught when the enemy comes as a mighty wave. If that which that is taught is more than just information, but a personal experience, people of God, whether hell or high waters come against you, you will not be shaken. You will be a rooted believer. So this topic that we are learning in this season is important today more than any other time. That every child of God in the body of Christ, the bride must understand the heart of the bridegroom. We need to understand that the Lord Jesus is not just interested in a dumb sheep. He is interested in an intelligent virgin that prepares herself for his coming. Yes, that means that every believer must be on fire for the Lord. Every believer must be passionate and pursue the things above. Yes, even this topic, we must pursue the glory of God. Now, the reason why this is heavy on me is because people of God, the pursuit of the glory of God is probably one of the most difficult pursuits in the kingdom of God to the point where sometimes it is tempting not to engage with that topic in a public platform as this and just leave that encounter for those that are desperate and hungry. But I believe that the Holy Spirit wants us to handle this topic. That maybe more people will become drawn to pursuing God. Last Wednesday, I taught you the three levels of seeking God from Psalms 105, I believe. And it started by talking about seek the Lord. I taught you about that and I said to inquire the mind of God. Then the second one was to seek the strength of the Lord. Hey, please tell me you remember. Okay. Okay. And then the third thing 
there is a, a very intimate invitation to seek his face. So don't just go by just wanting to know his will, wanting to know his strength. Strength refers to solutions to our problems. And he's saying, go a little further and seek his face for who he is, for the king of glory that he is, just for who he is to our soul. He is, people of God, the lover of our soul, the pursuit of God's glory. And you see Moses crying out and saying, show me your glory, show me your face. What is the Lord Jesus desiring for us? What is the desire of our Lord? It's important for us to know. What is the desire? Please, if you will turn with me. The book of John, chapter 17, is a very special chapter. I would encourage you to take time this week to study this chapter. You will find a lot of gems, a lot of gems. You will see the heart of Jesus. And this is a, a prayer of the Lord Jesus, and he's praying specifically for a group, not, to ev not for everybody, okay? Very critical for us to understand that. You will see the Lord say, I'm not praying for the world, I'm praying for those whom you have given me, that's verse nine, for they are yours. So praying for those that which is given, <laughs> goes back to what I've been teaching, not overstepping the assignment, staying on that focus at what is given to me. I'm not responsible for everybody else. And then he goes on to say, Lord, while I was with them, I kept them in your name. And he goes on to talk about how he has kept everyone that was given to him. I've guarded them and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction that the scripture might be fulfilled. So he's saying that there is that one guy I'm not responsible for because he is, he is going to choose the path of destruction. But for everybody else, I have prayed and I have kept them in your name. And then he begins to share his heart for them. And I want you to read from verse 20. Another time, God willing, I would love to go line by line with you on this verse. But for the sake of the topic that we are in, verse 20 says, I do not ask for this only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. <laughs> so Jesus was not just praying for that 11 disciples. He is now saying that I'm praying for those people 
that will listen to their these 11 people's words wow jesus is honoring the words that he's going to put inside this 11 people and he's saying whoever listens to these 11 i'm praying for them also can you imagine there would have been some people that say ah you are not jesus why should we listen to you and this prayer is for those people that would listen to the words of those that whom he sends and he says that they may all be one now it is talking about the 11 disciples and the ones that will hear this word people of god that includes you and me okay and he said that they may all be one just as you father are in me and i in you that they may also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me okay verse 22 the glory that you have given me i have given to them that they may be one even as we are one it is not saying that i'm going to give them glory it is saying that the glory that you have given me i have given to them that they may be one even as we are one so the lord jesus is saying i have already given them my glory okay i in them and you and me that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you love me give me the key here is that the lord jesus is saying that the glory is already given to them and yet many a times we barely tap into that full glory we barely tap into that grace as we are supposed to that is why i say that the sermon is very important because the church can go on religiously seeking god doing the habits that we have developed doing the sunday doing the wednesday doing the offering doing the singing doing all those things that we deem christians must do there are many factors that have stopped a child of god that is loved by god that is still washed by the blood of the lamb this individual may still be going to heaven but they don't necessarily experience the fullness of God's grace while they are on earth that is something that should bother you and that is why if you saw my hesitation you're wondering is this a subject that is worth pushing probing further but i still want to put something out there with the grace of the lord that this that which is coming to you will be a seed that will start a greater pursuit a greater journey with the lord i can't help 
but observe that the word of the Lord Jesus did not come to all the pastors all the angels of these churches but God picked up one man that one man that was chosen because he was found available isolated from every other distraction that three of them that was available to respond to the invitation of Jesus to go up the high mountain and to see what the other disciples hadn't seen so i hope you understand the weight of the invitation that is coming to you this morning so when you see a certain few that have been chosen it is not right for us to conclude that the glory of god is only for a certain few although it has only been tapped into by a certain few remember the verse that i read jesus said i have given them my glory let us open our scriptures to isaiah chapter 6 and verse 3 isaiah chapter 6 and verse 3 It says and one called to another and said holy 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 is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory this is the testimony of the seraphims that had covered the face with two wings and with two others they covered their feet and with two others they flew to stand before the king of glory and now it is their testimony from that heavenly place from that place of glory from that source of glory they are testifying why are they covering their face they are standing before the king of glory now their identity does not matter anymore their identity is a reflection of the king of glory they cover their feet feet represents where you come from it represents your past it represents the places that you have been they cover that representing cleanliness they cover themselves before the king of glory and with two others they fly to stand before the king of glory so you're looking at a interesting dynamic their face is covered their past is covered how can somebody come to that level of purity last week i gave you a hint again said so there is a place 
in Christ, then one can hide in between the crevice of that rock. From that place, Moses saw the glory. And here are the seraphims hiding themselves. You and I, we do the same through the blood of the Lamb. When the Father looks down on us, He doesn't see us, people of God. What He sees is the blood of the Son of God that is covering us. The blood of the Lamb that makes us pure. It is the accuser of the brethren that brings accusation against a child of God. But when the Father looks at Him, He sees grace and mercy all over you. He sees the blood of His Son, Jesus, on you. That itself qualifies us for us to tap into the glory of God. And yet, sometimes what stops us from entering into those places is our lack of understanding of how it works. Our lack of consciousness of the glory of God that surrounds us limits us from tapping into the fullness of God's grace that is available for a child of God in this time. Now these seraphims that are standing before the holy and glorious God, they have a testimony. And that testimony says this, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. Wow! The whole earth is full of His glory. Full. They're not talking about the heaven is full of His glory. They're talking about the whole earth being full of God's glory. If what the seraphims are saying is true, why is it that only Isaiah is seeing it? Why is it that only an Ezekiel is seeing it? Why is it that Ezekiel, that is seated with the elders, nobody else see experiences what Ezekiel sees. If the earth is full of his glory, why is it that the friends don't experience the kind of glory Daniel experienced? Why is it that the messengers the angels of the churches are not seeing what John is privileged to see. If you be too quick to conclude and dismiss this matter by saying they were called to do that, you will then remember Peter who denied Jesus three times. 
He was not like John, the beloved of Jesus. Peter had one of the most shaky spiritual life. One day, he's a man of faith walking on water. Another moment, he's sinking in the same water. One day, he's saying, Jesus, I will, uh, before anything happens to you, we will give a life for you. Another day, in front of a little girl, he's denying his master. A shaky believer. Yet, Peter was privileged to be among the three that would see the transfiguration and experience the glory and hear the thundering voice of God. And not just that, they saw Moses and Elijah that had descended on the mountain top. So the qualification was not their perfection. It had to be something more than that people of God. That is why we must not be quick to dismiss this invitation that is coming to you right now through this video. You must not dismiss it as if it is for special people. Our God specializes in giving nobodies an opportunity. And I shared that last week. Even after knowing that Solomon would disappoint him, even after knowing the future, God is so merciful based on their current dedication to Him. The earth is full of His glory. Somebody asked the Lord, Lord, I want to understand how to tap into your glory while I am yet on this earth. Come on. Lift your voice to Him, lift your voice to Him, lift your voice to Him. You are at the comfort of your house. You should not be embarrassed to lift your voice louder. Yes, Lord, I want to see your glory. I want to experience the glory while I am yet here on this earth. Do you know that the Lord loves you a lot for this word to come to you? This is the Lord inviting His bride. He's inviting us to a high mountain. Yes. How many of us will capture that? Will that be you? Will that be you? Yes.
Talk to him, people of God. Knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In this verse, we see an entrance to tap into the realms of glory. It is talking about how the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. So it's not just talking about the glory of God. Very few people will have the knowledge of the glory of God. People of God, do you remember that time when Saul had an encounter with the Lord? There was a great light that fell upon him and he was thrown off and people around him, they trembled because they were seeing that great light, but they did not hear what Saul was hearing. Immediately Saul that was caught up in that light, he had an access into that realm of light. He began to hear on another frequency. He was drawn into another realm where he began to converse with that light. My goodness, my goodness. As I'm speaking, let that begin in your house in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be light in your house. Let the light of Jesus flood your spirits. Yes, 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 it's happening, it's happening. The mighty presence of the Lord is here. But the others could not understand what was happening because it was not given to them. It was not given to them was not given to them to know. It was not given to them to understand. People of God. That is the same thing. When Jesus is saying, I have given them the glory and yet we walk powerlessly with had no understanding of the wonders of the grace and mercy of the Lord. We have no understanding of uh, visions. We don't have understanding of how the gifts work. We have become a very weak group of Christians. Yet I believe that is changing with you. Oh yes, go ahead and receive that by faith. That is changing with your family. I believe that our children will function with understanding of that glory. That knowledge of that glory. Sometimes I have observed how we simplify the things of God. I have seen over and over again the body of Christ. Many times we 
we need to simplify the things of God and that's exactly what we are attempting through this video we're trying to simplify the things the glory of God but there is a danger in oversimplifying the things of God it is important that we break down and understand how the prophetic gift works and just because that is available sometimes we tend to oversimplify it and we try to confuse the office of a prophet with the gift of the prophet and somebody that is in the gift will begin to now overstep the office and you see all kinds of confusion and rebellion and arrogance and pride that will take over individuals and the enemy will completely corrupt that which God is doing because of the lack of knowledge the lack of knowledge so i even as i share this word i am i am also being very careful that i do not share too much and oversimplify things to a public platform like this yes yes i hope you will understand i hope you will understand but as i said it's a beginning of a journey it is an invitation i hope that something is being birthed in your spirit a desire that is my desire that this word will provoke you to have a desire as moses had a desire lord i want to tap into more of the things of god i don't want to be a christian by name i want to experience the things of god on this earth those kind of churches are very few and i pray that you will be part of that you will be awakened to that desire say lord i want to tap into that knowledge i want to tap into that understanding of the glory of god that which is already mine how do i enter into that frequency how do i guard that frequency how do i be connected with the lord and still be part of this world in the world and not stop being a blessing in this world how do i walk with god and the bible says enoch walked with god and then it goes on to say he had children yes so you can walk with god and still do what you need to do on the earth I hope I don't have to explain that. You can still walk in the glory of God and still be a blessing 
on this earth. Some people's understanding of walking with God is isolating themselves from everything of this earth. You don't want to be so spirit-minded that you are of no earthly use. You come to a place where you understand the balance. How do I maintain the presence of God? Some of you, as you watch these videos, you can experience the presence of God being transferred even through this screen. Some of you are already experiencing the presence of God on your physical body even right now. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But have you noticed that after a little while, sometimes after an hour of this video is over, or sometimes the next day, sometimes a few days later, you start going back to the normalcy. Why is that? You have to locate it. You have to investigate, research and understand yourself. At what point did I get out of that realm of that beautiful presence of God that was filling my house when the video was going on? How did we detach from it? How do I continue being part of this world and yet not being disconnected? from that parallel, higher realm. Yes. I hope the Lord is provoking you today to go after the glory of the living God. It is available, dear people of God. Yes. Seek Him while He is found. This is your time. Next week, I want to show you a little more of how the favor of the Lord will cause His nearness to come and how we can tap into that nearness and the manifestation of His presence. How we can tap into that revival. But this week, would you pursue Him? This week, would you focus. This week would you cry out? This week would you seek Him like never before? This week would you consecrate yourself like never before? This week would you die to yourself like never before? This week would you say no to the things of the flesh? This week would you make peace with your spouse like never before? This week, would you humble yourself a little more? This week. This week. Prepare yourself. The Lord desires to visit you. And this is your invitation. Until I see you again, stay under the mighty hand of God. God bless.